Hello everyone, you are listening to the Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today I'm joined by Mr. Karmesh Gupta. He is the CEO and co-founder of Y Jungle. Y Jungle is a unified network security gateway that enables organizations to manage and secure their entire network through a single window. Hello Karmesh, welcome to the show. Hi Anurag, pleasure to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure is mine uh, karmesh thank you for doing this uh, with socially desi so uh, karmesh uh, first of all to our audience who are not aware about your professional journey uh, why don't you introduce uh, yourself to our audience absolutely so anurag uh, i have been a person who has been consistently uh, involved into the entrepreneurial side for around 8 years now mm-hmm. i started my journey back in 2013 it was somewhere in january when i realized that i really want to be an entrepreneur and i started working around the different ideas or different uh, i would say the plans from different areas not specifically to cyber security or it or technology domain okay and that's where things started turning off for me it was rajasthan royal on on 6th of march 2013 i remember the date mm-hmm. and they were into our college i was in the second semester okay and that's the time that's the time they were looking out for people who could help them out in their corporate social responsibility csr activities so they were they were actually engaged with certain organizations like rotary international airtel who was sponsoring their surgeries and the organization which was the main uh, associator which was operation smile i got okay. the opportunity to work there i had around 18 people working under me Mm-hmm. and that's the point which actually changed my entire perception about the life because that's the place where i got the opportunity to meet multiple people who i actually saw on television only probably you may say uh, shane watson or maybe mm-hmm. rahul dravid or probably all the co-owners of rajasthan royal i got the opportunity to work with them so it was for the tenure ipl season 2013 Mm-hmm. so that's how that's how my journey kicked off okay. and but but somewhere i had this keen you can say inclination towards cyber security and that actually pushed me to join lucidius which is now rebranded as safe security all uh, right run by my college alumni saket modi so mm-hmm. that's where i joined them as a summer intern for web security analyst I worked with them for around 6-7 months on part-time basis and after moving out from there I co-founded HTTP Card Technologies which is the I would say the legal name of Y Jungle. Okay. So this was in 2014 October 2014. I was in my fifth semester full of energy uh and I'm with a lot of ambition to embrace my journey and and take it up to the you can say a uh, possible heights mm-hmm. so we, we this this is the phase where i i learned a lot of things and from 2014 to 2017 a lot of ups and downs happened in my personal as well as professional career so right. 2014 we started with a lot of energy a lot of things involved here and there a lot of buzz because i was i i believe 
I, I think the second person from my college who was doing something into the startup space, probably mm-hmm. on a larger scale and into a more formalized or organized way. As a all student, right. uh, I was really, really uh, being supported by all all the college. Uh, I would say administration, management, professors, and everyone. So. We, we started the first project, which was completely free Wi-Fi service. And it was the first time some 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 private company did it in India. So mm-hmm. a lot of appreciation from government, from uh, industry side, but it didn't, account, it didn't uh, work out well for us. And we okay. were required to shut it down almost a year later. So in November 2015 around, we closed the things. We were under a lot of loss, uh, consolidatedly around 50 lakhs. Mm-hmm. And that's the point where I and Praveen, who is the other co-founder, realized that we don't have to look back. See, mm, we knew right. this might happen. And that's the phase which one should be ready for. We started this journey to be successful. And that's the end goal. Whatever it takes, we'll do it True. because an idea might or might not work, but that doesn't kill our spirit to be an entrepreneur. Right. So that's a very simple baseline basis, which we move forward. And I think the only way we were able to realize and see to recover this loss and come back again to the product space was to enter into the service segment because mm. I think that's the segment where you do not need much investment or much resources available in your hand. Probably a laptop and a mobile phone you have, you can code and deliver your projects. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the you can say, bounded choice we had. We didn't have any freedom on that, on that particular aspect. So we did services for around a year, served potentially served Indian Railways, Nine Apps, uh, multiple other good organizations and uh, almost 80% of the loss was covered by December 2016. Within a year, oh. we, we did so and we That's were able great. to manage it out. Mm-hmm. So when it happened, we thought, let's come back to the product space again. Okay. And this time we had a very clear vision that we will not going to do something which is very innovative because when you do something very innovative, in terms of, I'm saying people take a lot of time to understand how this thing will work or so. You have clarity as an entrepreneur, but people need some time to build perception or intuition around it. So that's a that's a model which takes longer adoption period. Yeah. And when it takes longer adoption period, you need to have that kind of cash available with you to support the internal system. Otherwise, right. you're going to collapse. And that's what happened with us in the first uh, project. Mm-hmm. So we ensured it and we thought, let's do something which is working in the market. Generating cash is the priority right now. Mm-hmm. Innovation index, which I call as I2 within our organization, can be increased with time. But at this moment, when we are entering a product space from a profitable service segment, we have to ensure that this cash flow remains there. So Hmm. extending our first project, we launched social Wi-Fi, which you might have seen into the hospitality sector, Hmm. cafes, or you would have seen it into the uh, restaurant, bar, where people connect to the Wi-Fi, share certain data, and and they are able to log in. Hmm. So Hmm. that's what was an extension of the previous project, which we built. We ran it well. 
for the first month around 13 restaurants we onboarded okay but within the second month it was in february 2017 when geo announced their 303 plan mm, right yeah we yep. realized that this this space will not going to work out for us i think mm-hmm. people don't need now now the data to connect to a restaurant wifi to access their gmail they already have sufficient data in their mobile phone True. Uh, so the 3g or the 4g that was available so eventually we took a break for a month put our brain around that this is our second failure and eventually the third transaction first we started product entered service from service we again entered the product and mm-hmm. this is again not going to work uh so overall within a month after meeting multiple people who were kind of in trouble telecom entire telecom was in trouble because of yeah. geo aspect a lot of yeah. price change and and those aspects were handling so we came to a conclusion that see data part is over right somebody mm-hmm. else is fulfilling that need that's okay what we need to look up is we need to look up a space where we can rely ourselves for the next decade something yeah. which will have the demand mm-hmm. so cyber security i was involved in since 2013 praveen was also into the similar space so we thought why not to look beyond the data if people will have so much of data they will be all digital and when so many people are there going digital definitely the crimes will going to increase so security yeah. is the next phase we are not able to perceive it since a long time why aren't we working on to that space that's a space we understand very well we have experience expertise and we know the challenges existing in that market so this is how in april 2017 we started why jungle okay as a as a unified platform because we knew that in cyber security the deployment architecture is very very you can say discrete so if hmm. you have a problem statement you need a specific problem for each of uh, specific solution for each of your problem so this is how this is how the industry was and mm-hmm. was actually moving to a transaction where people were looking forward to a comprehensive solution a single platform or a single product which can suffice multiple problem statements so this is how we entered we did it started from smb segment initially okay then slowly and gradually uh went global so the first time we went outside india was in south asia it mm-hmm. was in thailand specifically and then we picked up multiple multiple countries so within within i would say next 20 25 months 24 months i specifically we touched around 25 countries globally uh that means we had channel partners we had customers and regular transactions were happening and then we you can say kind of shifted the focus to us large enterprises because we got a lot of confidence that yes we will be able to uh deliver the value which we were actually trying to uh you can say uh, we had in our vision because smb is a segment where you can try a lot of things yeah they are not vulnerable and they are not critical that if the network goes down for an hour or so uh there will be a lot of issues or a lot of monetary loss but same will not be a story in the large enterprises when we got confident we started moving towards the large mm-hmm. and uh, i'm happy to say that we are growing pretty well now 
450% year on year growth we have been able to see in our turnover uh team has you can say kind of tripled in the last 3 years okay and now looking forward to expand that means operationally start our services and and south asian countries as of now mm. we have all our operations centered in india but probably from april onwards will be will be available there too perfect perfect that's great uh, karmesh so uh, karmesh you spoke about being a unified network right it's a it's a unified network security that you're talking about so uh, what does that actually mean for an organization for a corporate organization or any sme uh, what does that incorporates like uh, what is that unified network that we are talking about sure so unified network security platform or you call it as a gateway mm-hmm. is something which is a single comprehensive product which fulfills all your security demands which earlier were getting fulfilled through standalone products like network firewall or you may call it as next generation firewall mm-hmm. web application firewall for your web server protection data leakage prevention endpoint security vulnerability assessment your guest internet access management and sd wan so these are the seven components where we have our focus which we you can say deliver comprehensively through a single product so seven mm. different capabilities which earlier were getting delivered through seven different products now getting accommodated through one product and what is the use of organization and why should organization move towards this kind of unified architecture so there are four key benefits which organizations are able to draw out of it number mm-hmm. one they decrease their investment if they move towards unified architecture it increases their overall investment by up to 60% that's the key one mm-hmm. second it simplifies their management and operational challenges so imagine okay. you have seven different products and seven different products have seven different dashboards admin dashboards to manage them eventually their operational hurdle or operational you can say efficiency goes down because for every single change they have to move towards seven different dashboards and understand them and make sure that they are well synchronized to work so that right. that is not there now it's a single dashboard which gives you all visibility third aspect is we are industry specialized that means all the other products which you were earlier deploying in your architecture distributed architecture were generic products they were not meant for a particular industry okay if you are de- giving giving it to defense the same product was going to education same product was going to hospitality retail transport it ites but now when you are coming with a, or when you are going with a a uh, unified solution this solution has a lot of specialization hmm. with respect to the vertical where it is getting deployed so that's the third key point uh, okay. which actually helps them to serve their particular vertical in the best possible way that means there's no parallel competition to it even people want to experience people would say that okay i think the kind of requirement which wijingle serves no generic product can do that hmm. fourth aspect is that we have synchronized security synchronized security what it does is 
probably uh, if there's an organization and there are 200 people sitting in the organization within the office network mm-hmm. and any one of them any one of them uses a pen drive a corrupt pen drive right into their system eventually that malware will also get transmitted to their system from that mm-hmm. pen drive correct yeah yeah and from that system since all the 200 systems are connected in network that malware can replicate to other systems too and eventually can chalk down the entire network yeah so what synchronized means is since we are sitting at the gateway since we also have our endpoint client so if the endpoint client gets to know that there's a malware in the system it instantly passes passes on the instruction to the network firewall right and network firewall isolates that system from the entire network okay so what happens is that that only that system gets corrupted hmm. you save the ent- other other 199 systems which were there in that network so this is happening because there's a synchronization between endpoint security and the network firewall all right earlier this could not be established because you were using multiple products and mm. those multiple products are from different companies i'll give you a simple example to make this understand into the audience mm-hmm. uh you have a smartphone now and yep. smartphone does majorly four things one helps you to connect to people via call the basic aspect second has the camera to click pictures or make videos third it helps you to surf internet right fourth you can play audio and video if you go back to the previous world you if you are required to do all these four things you need it for different products one yeah. a feature phone two a camera for clicking the photos number 3 was a maybe vcr for running the audio and video mm-hmm. and fourth was a internet navigator correct so now you yes. see like if you are purchasing these four things from different companies nokia feature phone canon or maybe kodak at that given point in time of maybe a camera and a different company things they are not in sync at all but when you are using a smartphone all these four things are absolutely in sync yes. they are synchronized because all these four things are within the same product correct so i think yes. people will be able to make out what i mean by synchronized now mm-hmm. true true no i completely agree uh, i guess uh, you know this is a very uh, uh, you know viable approach towards uh, data security towards securing an organizations uh, you know work around and whatever they are doing in their uh, daily uh, work life so uh, when it comes to uh, securing data do you feel that a unified network security uh, is the best viable option for like all these small sector organizations as well for startups as well or is this like uh, has to be done for a specific sector or maybe P- or, or maybe organizations who are at a particular level or dealing with a uh, particular type of data and security concerns best part about the unified solution whether it's an appliance format or whether it is getting delivered through cloud because mm-hmm. cloud delivered unified security is called sasi s a s e 
okay. which is uh, which is a term coined by Gartner in 2019. Uh, this is a generic product meant for small, medium, and large enterprises. Larger enterprises because they already have made a made a lot of investment. It's difficult for them to move that quickly towards the unified security. Okay. They are building their confidence on these kind of new transformation. And eventually, wherever they are getting the space to transform their architecture, they are adopting it. Okay. Coming to small and medium, this is the best choice one can have. Like at this moment in India, at least specifically talking from India perspective, you will see three years or four years back, SMBs were not using any kind of security product. Leave mm. those multiple standalone. Not even the crucial one, which is an underlying product that is network firewall was not in the, any of the SMB, sec, uh, you can say, uh, network. Mm. Even I have seen startups who raised maybe multiple round of funds. I'm talking about startups having 100 and 120 people in their team. I have found that they are also not using certain sort of products. You can imagine, but I think I'm, I'm giving the example of startup because those are founded by, you can say, all IT, you can say, uh, aware guys, probably from NIT, IIT or so. And I've seen that, and I'm quoting this example from my network only, where I've seen people from these kind of colleges starting up and not taking care of that aspect. So leave the non-IT sector people. If IT people are not doing it, leave the non-IT manufacturing companies True. and tier two or tier three who will be using it. So, so that's the aspect that this product through a single dashboard makes it very easy for such organizations to take care of that. And since we since things are now moving towards cloud delivered, this will be all on OPEX model. So it will be like subscription, monthly subscription, where you have to pay X amount of rupee, maybe 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, based on the services you have taken and the number of people they are, you have in your network. Hmm. So the billing will be there. So how convenient it is now. Earlier, it was all OPEX. You need to invest yeah. upfrontly, 5 lakh, 10 lakhs, 1 CR. Upfrontly, you have to pay to the vendor to get the services. Now it is all going towards OPEX model and that too, all services on a single click. So unified is something which is a very, very major transformation in the cybersecurity. And I would say this is the biggest transformation which has happened in the cybersecurity industry in the last 15 to 20 years. True, true. And uh, Karmesh, I was even reading this report by NASCOM, which actually spoke that uh, by 2021, this was a 2020 report, which said that by 2021, we would actually require uh, around 1 million cybersecurity professionals in India, uh, which was which is a big number. So I wanted to understand from you, uh, why do you need so many cybersecurity professionals? Uh, what's, what's the challenge right now that we face as a country? See, I think this is a very common problem, even into the vendor side, even onto the customer side, because customers mm -hmm. also need the IT security professional. And we as a vendor who are developing the product mm -hmm. also feel that shortcoming. So 
I'll give you a very, very clear example why there's a gap. Let me clarify this to you in a very simple term. And probably if there are people who are doing their undergraduation and are, are onto the verge to complete, they might be able to, you can say, get an insight about this. Hmm. You see people pursuing computer science, they're engineering into computer science or maybe the IT or ECE too. You are taught about networking and computer networks is one of the most underrated course you will find within the entire engineering. People and students, even the, even the you can say, college administration doesn't consider it as a very, very potential sector. Hmm. That's one aspect I want to make it clear. And I think I never find people, even in my college batch, or even the juniors who are working into network segment. No, everyone is all chasing towards AI, ML, data science. Hmm. Or it was all inclined towards Android and iOS when it came in 2013, 12, True. 13 time. Then it was all towards Python. So the industry has been like what all our seniors are doing, what actually helps me to get an intern. And that's how the world has been, at least in the India side, has been going towards. So no one, at least from a college where I come from, out of the 300 students in my batch, no one is specifically working into computer networks to me. Hmm. So you understand this side. So yeah. That's one of the key things. Second, when you are not taught about networks, you can't go to the security side of it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay? You need to first know what exactly happens in the network. You need to understand what exactly is the architecture of different kind of communications we are having because ultimately cybersecurity is all about the internet communication if you are yeah. not making internet communication you will not get any kind of attack or something sort of hmm. it's a very simple funda so you need to understand how the internet is working how the networks are working and then you will be able to build your approach towards security so when network is not being given our importance leave the security aspect of it <laughs> this is a <laughs> major that. major 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 gap yeah there are colleges universities who have taken the step now Mm -hmm. who are coming up with an introduction of course into the cyber security or cyber crime or cyber laws. And I think that's, that's the, that's a good step. And this will going to eventually bring up a lot, many minds into the sector, mm. which can fulfill the demand and eventually will help the country to grow. Let me caught one thing over here. I keep on saying this at multiple forums. I keep on telling this to people. Cyber security in the current time, right? And the companies involved from India who are incorporated in India and are running the business from India are mm -hmm. the front runners in Industry 4.0 from India. Wow. Industry 4.0 is all about data science, the upcoming computer science technologies, maybe including crypto, including all, all other aspects. And cybersecurity is the industry vertical or is a, is a industry 
which is ahead of all the other ones. So mm. we are the front runners into it. And when I say this, there's a fact behind it. And the fact is, there are more than 20 plus cybersecurity companies from India who are selling well across 20 plus countries worldwide, mm. globally. Have you seen any sector, at least in the startup side, where there are so many companies and are serving 20 plus, each company is serving more than 20 plus countries and successfully. Wow. Have you seen any sector, at least from India, who is who is so well matured and are doing well? And and cybersecurity really. is a sector which is which has got the which has got the least funding, least mm. external investment. You might not come across the news of funding very often when it comes to cybersecurity startups. So mm. least funded sector, all majorly, all the companies which are growing, they are all majorly bootstrapped and are doing globally well. So India has a true potential to be a global leader in cybersecurity in the next five to seven years. And I think there are multiple entrepreneurs like me who are into cybersecurity, who are really working hard in their own respective category. Certain people are doing it in DLP. Certain people are in deception, SIEM. We are into unified space. Everyone has their own, you can say, ambitions to take the country ahead of all the other major nations who have been ruling India for a long time in, in security. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think everyone should be proud of this fact. And the government and the private sector, both, should support this kind of, you can say, uh, you can say an, uh, you can say an edge which which the Indian cybersecurity startups will get. Hmm. No, that's really interesting, uh, Karmesh. And since we are uh, on the topic of talking about professionals, the requirement of cybersecurity professionals uh, in 2021, which is like, you know, almost 1 million. So as Y Jungle, what do you look at in a candidate when you go and hire? See, it all depends on to the profile. If we are really going towards technology domain and we are really looking forward for a kernel programmer, all okay. we need and all we check up is, is his algorithms, his logics, how sound he is about, about his logics or algorithms or, or data structures. That's the key fact. Second, when it comes to the sales profile, that's a place where a person should be clear about his thoughts onto the technology. Not from a very deep perspective, but at least superficially, he should be aware about how things work so that he can make suitable comparison. He can show a value to the customer while making a pitch. So I think from sales and from technology, they there are varied um, you can say skills which are being looked upon. And what sort of profiles are there? What sort of profiles are there oh, under uh, uh, you know cybersecurity professionals like you know uh, when it comes to tech techies? Yeah, sure. I think people can build up their career in multiple domains. One which I oftenly say: people who are not even having interest towards coding but understand technology well and can explain it well to the people, they can be 
into the sector and they can be working onto a profile called pre-sales pre-sales technology specialist or pre-sales specialist so that's a that's a kind of job profile where you need to be aware about every single aspect involved into the product you can you should be able to explain you should be able to conduct the successful uh, proof of concept to your customers but that does not require the knowledge of you can say uh, coding and so mm. eventually why i'm telling this because i see that not all computer science graduates or electronic graduates do the coding job or yeah. are developers or programmers they somehow who people who do not have interest they somehow switch towards qa quality analysis they somehow switch towards operations marketing sales and slowly and build gradually build their career into it so this is also one of the domain which you can specifically look into has lucrative packages mm-hmm. so uh, nothing to worry from that aspect to financial aspect to second when it comes to the programmer or developer there are three to four profiles one profile is the kernel programmer okay who looks after the you can say crucial module development of to the product so uh, he is the one who has to look up all the kind of efficiencies which are required within the product uh, he is the one who is required to you can say uh, develop or or you can say plan the modules or further features required into it so okay. so a core person uh, and a real asset for any of the company second is as i mentioned uh, about the security analyst because i myself have been an analyst okay that's something where when our product is almost been completed by the development team we give it to the analyst so that they can put up their all knowledge into it and ensure that whatever has been built up is working well around hmm. uh, not from the testing aspect because that is qa job but security analyst does it from the practical aspect by putting all their sincere knowledge into it and to ensure that yes it fulfills all the cases which they have seen into the corporate it fulfills all the you can say security um uh, you can say uh, effectiveness so yeah. so those are those are the those are the things which which are done by the cyber security or information security analyst and uh, so these two core you can say positions mm-hmm. are are something which i think every cyber security company looks for perfect perfect i guess that's a very good insight guys so everyone who is listening out there if you have a friend or if you are uh, planning to get into cyber security i'm sure uh, you would find these uh, tips very helpful and definitely reach out to us if you want to get in touch with karmesh get more uh, you know uh, guidance from him you know he can be a good mentor to you as well apart from this uh, karmesh you also uh, gave a few uh, opportunities you talked about a few opportunities for entrepreneurs getting into the cyber space you also talked about the challenges here right that most of these companies are uh, bootstrapped and self funded uh any any tips you would like to share with uh, the upcoming entrepreneurs who are planning to make uh, you know their uh, their or they're planning to start their own business in the cyber security domain absolutely i think when you look a particular space 
ensure that whatever you are trying to do is something which is at least very unique from the india perspective somebody might be doing it in europe somebody might be doing it in us if you are replicating that kind of thing in india and if there are no competitive companies that means you are at the early, very very early stage onto the growth curve uh that's a very right opportunity for you that's a very right opportunity for you from the investment perspective too because people have seen that kind of impact in us and eventually those companies are building up their market in us and if you can parallelly build your market in india gives a good perception uh and i'm also saying this from the you can say analyst perspective too there are multiple companies like forester frost and sullivan gartner who does the global vendor assessment hmm. where they listen the vendors and then finally publish the reports around maybe the magic quadrant reports or maybe the uh you can say uh the another market reports which they publish throughout the year so there are there are very high chances that you will you will also get a good amount of support from those places mm-hmm. so that's a that's a key point to keep in mind don't do something which is very very new very new where even the startups or companies in us are also struggling to prove it as a successful or a viable business model so don't do it from india probably you'll need a lot of cash to do it in case if you have you can but generally uh, as a startup we have a lot of responsibilities towards True. towards our employees towards the internal system towards the services which you have to offer your customer and you need cash flow so if it takes time you will collapse mm. uh, and on the other side don't do something which has already been happening in india you will find it very difficult will really find it very difficult uh, to to compete with the global vendors and uh, this will this will not happen until as you have a very unique proposition maybe a single point but that should be very unique and should be very clicking uh third thing which i will say is at least from this from from the current time if you are building a thing in cyber security and if you are building it for the government that's the best thing it could be in the current time because the companies who have been able to survive in the last one one and a half year are the companies who have been serving and who have a large customer base in government hmm. that's the place from from where the cash flow has been coming otherwise the large private sectors they've hold up their investment due to the True. covid or the pandemic and so and a lot of companies have struggled hard because of it so and the another factor behind quoting that government's thing is because now the government in the cyber security space has made it clear that they will only procure the indian cyber security companies or local okay. suppliers in their in their uh, you can say procurement jargon so local suppliers are only eligible to participate and that's a very very good space where you can build up your reputation where you can hmm. build up your volume and the market share true true no that's that's so true 
I guess this is, you know, one of the trends that people can look at and how, uh, you know, things are changing uh, in their region, in their state, in their, uh, you know, uh, expertise. And uh, any other trends, uh, Karmesh, that uh, you have seen or you, uh, you know, uh, forecast for 2021 and beyond? Absolutely. Cloud-delivered security. So if you are doing, I forgot to mention this, I think Mm -hmm. that's the future. Okay. Whatever you are trying to do, do it from the cloud-delivered security perspective. The solution should be 100% delivered through cloud. Okay. It should be a SaaS model kind of thing. It should be OPEX model. So Mm. ensure these two things too, because the future is of cloud-delivered security. Mm. And Mm. this is growing up and growing up like at a very pretty fast pace. Eventually, in the next three years, it will going to triple down. So you can understand the potential of this. So if you are doing anything, ensure it is cloud delivered and was on SaaS model basis. True, true. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Karmesh, uh, for being on the show today. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. Uh, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs out there, uh, students out there who are planning to make a mark in the cybersecurity space would have really gotten great insights from you. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting Anurag. So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Karnesh on our show again in the future to discuss more about the wonderful world of cybersecurity and web in general. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.